Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Yes, hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park tonight and what a big night it is with the Tab Touch WA Pacing Cup and also Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657. And a man who's very excited. Uh, It's been all week, the Barry Draw Tuesday, he was there and uh, and tonight got to be on track to watch. Uh, What a great race it's going to be, Glenn Mortimer. Uh, Great race. Barry Draw's made it interesting. I think there's going to be a few permutations that a few people might not see yet with uh, uh, the speed of the front line, but um, all eyes on Chicago Bull is $1.55 for the Tab Touch WA Pacing Cup. Radley, (laughs) great to be here as always. Um, Tab Touch Pacing Cup night. Can't wait. Like I said, the barrier draw just really throws, um, just throws it a lot more open. There's so many scenarios that could play out at the start. So looking forward to a great race. And then after the last race, we've got fireworks on on course. Um, It's going to be a great night at GP. Last week, what a great drive by uh, Chris Folk on yeah. Perfect Major. Absolutely superb. And, and we're going to talk to Ross Oliveri in a second, the trainer of Perfect Major, and he's just been a, a revelation the last month or so. Certainly has. And it was a double to Vokey on the night. He's, yeah. uh, he's in Driving well. great form. Great to see uh, Craig Abercrombie get another oh. winner there at GP as well. Haven't they've been on fire. Unbelievable. Uh, big 10 event card. Nice full uh, unit win by our man Bomber last week. Uh, which was great, but most importantly, it's time for three and thirty. <laughs> this is this is now a regular segment. This is a is regular it? segment. So, okay. Rads, a couple of weeks ago we had Watergate. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Friday night we had uh, Gloucester Dark. Yeah. Um, was it Gloucester Park's fault? Uh, no, no. This um, this I can say uh, there was it, it happened with the Transformer Blue, uh, which is Western Power. Uh, infrastructure and the, the, we had absolutely no control over that. And um, they, I've got to say, they worked hard over the two days, Western Power, knowing that we've got had a meeting Tuesday and also um, Friday night was our biggest night and they, they replaced the transformer. And um, yeah, they, they worked over the 48 hours. There wasn't too many hours where they weren't on course, I can tell you, because I, I was there a lot myself, but yeah. Well, you haven't left me uh, much in my 30 seconds, Rad, <laughs> Sorry, so I'll mate. get through these next two very quickly. <laughs> Should Group 1 winner Bel Catherine be in tonight's field? I probably would have put her in, um, but... That's a yes. What, yeah, I'll, look, I, yeah, I'll That's say a yes. yes. I'll say okay. yes. And can Chicago Bull be beaten tonight? I don't think so. I think so. That's be. a no. That's a no. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I Excellent. should just give you one word yeah. answers. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Perfect. All right. Let's get into it. Our first guest is Ross Oliveri and is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Now, I've got to tell you about Bayswater Mazda. I went down there on Saturday in the market for a new car. I went and saw Anthony and the team and 
met one of the great salesperson uh, people down there in David, and we actually went around and looked at all the different car yards on Saturday. And I must admit, the the Mazda CX thirty is a beautiful car, and one that we will be purchasing. We'll be down there at Bayswater Mazda to see our good friends and um, get one of those. Great car. And we looked at it. Trust me, Rads, we looked at them all. (laughs) The corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads in Bayswater. And they're a great team. Go and see them. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Our first guest is Ross Oliveri. And let's go back a week. Perfect major. He lowered the colours of Chicago Bulls. And what a drive and what a performance. They go through the next quarter in 27 and a half. Too fast, too serious is down on the inside trying to keep up with them. And Ocean Ridge, the outside, as they corner from Patrick the Piranha around the bend. Here's the ball now, laying it down to Perfect Major. Then Too Fast, Too Serious and Ocean Ridge. Chicago Bull, Perfect Major. Nose for nose. Chicago Bull, Perfect Major. Perfect Major lifting. Chicago Bull, he's driving. Perfect Major. Chicago Bull, they split the line. Perfect Major's just won. Perfect Major has beaten Chicago Bull in the boil over and Third in too fast, too serious, closing yes, in nicely. Uh, he turned him over, Pat- perfect major. He got to the front. It was a great front-running drive by Chris Folk. Chicago Bull was going into feet. I don't think I lost too many admirers. And just too fast, too serious, cemented his spot in the pacing cup with a third. He, he over-raced a little bit, too fast, too serious, but um, finished on the back of him, beaten about uh, just over half a length. And it uh, gives me great pleasure to welcome in the trainer of Persic Major, Ross Oliveri. Ross, welcome to Talking Harness WA. Thanks, thanks. I was getting a little bit of um, bad uh, bad connection here, so I hope we're okay. No, no, we can hear you loud and clear. And, mate, you must, right have, been, must have been really pleased with his performance last week, uh, even though he, he did get a few favours out in front. To defeat a horse like Chicago Bull is, is a big effort in, in under any circumstances. Yeah, look, yeah, there's no two ways about it. We had a, a couple of favours our way, but um, there's been plenty of horses that have had favours their way and haven't still haven't been good enough to beat him. So um, we'll take that win and, and thank our lucky stars for it. But um, I think the horse showed that he's, he's capable, um, you know, that... To beat the ball when the ball's going pretty good um, is, um, you know, a uh, feather in his cap. And, uh, um, you know, hopefully he can go on from, from there and, and improve a bit more and, and be a real player in, in the class over over a period of time. Yeah, he's. I mean, his run in the Fremantle Cup, he was uh, he was badly held up, so that put the writing on the wall that he was going to be a going to be a major player in these big races. And then uh, his performance to beat Chicago Bull was uh, outstanding. Like we said, just a, a tremendous front running drive by the Vote Train. He's won five out of seven for you in WA here, Ross. What was the reason for him coming across to uh, WA originally? Um, but the owner just rang me up and asked me if I'd take him. Um, he, it's been fairly well published, but I, I believe um, he qualified for the Vic Derby, but was scratched sore, and they turned him out for an extended period of time, a period of time, uh, at least six months, maybe more, and then they worked him up. He had a couple of races and gave him a bit more time, and then they. Um, um, got him jogged up and, and then sent him over. And um, I think from their perspective, they they actually sent him over to race and then, if I could, sell him on to the States. But I think we've had a bit of a change of plans since then. Yeah, not surprising. He's, uh, he's really 
just uh, gone to another uh, another level here. Like, like we said in the Fremantle Cup, he really showed that. And um, must be, uh, you know, it was probably a little bit disheartening on Tuesday night to draw the number eight. Yeah, um, disappointing, but by the same token, so I've got him from Barrier 9, the only place he's done probably ever won. So, um, I think I've had a fair bit of bad luck in Barrier draws. I've had horses good enough to, to play some sort of part and, and drawn badly all the time. Uh, I, uh, I should have driven the winner, actually, Speedy Chevelle. We were following my other runner, uh, I carry him through, and... Um, Sally Kersley and in the back of West Burn Band and broke um, Icarian up and uh, and de- put me to my knees but picked it up and run fourth but I really think a lot of people were saying Icarian would have won that one but um, Peter Chevelle was going better than him I reckon I would have got him so I think that was uh, one of our chances and a lot of other pacing cuts we've had horses that were sort of Good enough to be in the race, but not serious contenders, and they just they haven't drawn, so they've sort of been left lamenting a bit. As you said, it's owned in in Victoria. You've, you've had a lot of your owners. Um, you get a lot of horses sent to you from from interstate. Merv Butterworth is is one of your big owners. He's been on this program before and is a good friend of ours. And um, yeah. you, you, you do tend to train for for interstate owners. Yeah, I do. I don't forget. I spent. Um, four years in Sydney um, early on in the piece um, training over there and made regular trips to Melbourne little mini raids down there for two or three weeks at a time Um, so I do have a lot of friends and a lot of connections although a lot of them are getting a bit old now but um, (laughs) we all (laughs) (laughs) Um, a lot of good friends a lot of good friends and camaraderie, people that came and stayed at my place when they brought us from Melbourne to Sydney, people that brought them down from Brisbane, you know. So, uh, yeah, we've, you know, made a lot of contacts, a lot of people, and uh, it sort of paid off. They, they keep keep an eye on what's going on over in the West, and every now and again they send a horse. We, uh, the owners of Perfect Major sent his full brother over. That's perfect. He's racing first up Friday night, tonight. And then one of their friends just sent a horse over called Major Times. There's a genuine free-for-aller over there. So okay. now, now there's is, a few starting to happen. And Merv, of course, has sent hundreds over. Yeah. It'd be good if he can send a copy of that to you. Yeah. <laughs> that, be... Yeah, well, I, I think he's got him booked on the next plane, actually. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Yeah. Now, is it true you trained for Michael Edgley? Yeah, the the, yeah. Uh, the big entertainment promoter in Sydney. Yeah, that, he was Michael was the reason we went to Sydney. Um, okay. We, uh, I, I was coaching him and his son at tennis, and um, I was dabbling in the trotters at the time. And um, I saw a horse going around called Satinova. He was sitting in the middle of the track at Richmond Raceway and beating everything at work with, but it was doing all sorts of things wrong. And I told him about. It. I said, I reckon we could buy this. Well truth of the matter is it probably couldn't but I thought at that stage being young and aggressive we could um, but um, that Nova went out one night eight straight and Michael sort of said yeah let's have a go at this <laughs> but then, then he decided to move to Sydney and then we we, we were located uh, now where Dali is uh, okay. 
they um, they bought our property and Merv Adams's property next door. Yep. Well, they didn't. Someone else did. Larry Pickering set it up, and then they bought it and set it up. Spent twenty million or something on it and set it up into a show place. It's right on the banks of the Hawkesbury River at a place called Agnes Banks. Yeah, okay. Famous famous racing names there. Um, Ross, before yeah. we go, you, you got a few in tonight. Who do you think was was probably your best best chance? Yeah, that's a good one. I've got a lot of got a lot of half chances um, drawn. Most of them are drawn bad. I really do think um, Stroke of Luck will run, run a very good race. Um, and that's perfect also as an each-way chance. So they're both each-way chances. And uh, I think if you back them both each-way, sort of two or three places to every one win, I think you might come out on the right side of the ledger. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. Uh, what about uh, Double Espresso? Where's she at, yeah. um, Ross? Um, she's still resting. She's about to have some more treatment and then go out for a, probably about a four-month spell mm-hmm. and then get tested again. She's in our backyard and she's bouncing around. She doesn't know she's injured or anything. But um, um, so we've had all the best advice we could get from Australia and around the world on, on what to do with her um, hind... Um, around the Paston area and Sesamoids. Um, they've taken a pounding and uh, probably because of the size and a confirmation and how fast she's going. And um, hopefully after four months we, we'll, we'll test her um, through um, CT scans and uh, we may get to go ahead to put her back into work or we may have to give her a little bit more time. But So I think you're not going to see her until sort of a lead-up to next, next year's good races. And hopefully, if she's back in and going well, she'll um, she'll go for that big mare's race. But uh, other than that, if she's if she's not right, we'll retire her. Yeah, she'll be sorely missed. She's been a wonderful filly, and we uh, certainly hope her recovery comes along well and we get to see her back on the track. Yeah. Well, we, we do too, because we have looked after her. But, she, you know, those... Races where she got very hard runs and she was just found out at the end and we blamed it on the hard runs. We look back now and think she was carrying this injury at the time and we, we couldn't detect it as a subclinical, so she couldn't brave also. All right, Ross, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight and uh, we'll see you at the track. Righto, thank you. Thanks, Ross Oliveri there, who's got a, a big team in tonight and got a good chance, perfect major. Barry George just didn't fall his way. Would have been a major player if he drew well. Oh, there's no doubt he would have been a major player, but you look at some of the draws that Ross has got tonight, he's got a 12, 8, 12 and 8. So un- a very unfortunate, but perfect major. Uh, he's certainly going to make the uh, the grade here. Well, he's already made the grade, but um, he'll be a key player uh, over coming months. All right. As we go to a break, let's have a flashback. How about this? 1984, one of the all-time greats of the pacing cup. He won an Inter-Dominion. He was uh, Adam, Fa- Adam Hamilton's favourite horse. Uh, I speak of Pro Chevalier, and uh, let's listen to the dulcet tones of John Hunt as we go to the break. 50 to travel in Pro Chevalier for WA. He'll lead around the bend a length on Wondai's mate coming out after him. About three lengths away Black Irish is finishing gamely. It's Pro Chevalier in front halfway up the running. Wondai's mate and Black Irish are wearing him down. Pro Chevalier in front though. What a great animal. A freak pacer. A champion pacer. He went down to the line to win by a length on Wondai's mate second. Black Irish a length away third. 
Catherine out in front leading Viva de Moore. Then has no fear, followed by Sun Beach Party, who comes through to fourth, is running on. Bell Catherine, though, had raced away on the turn. Bell Catherine, well clear. Has no fear, the outside. Viva de Moore. Then Sun Beach Party, and further back, Ranieri Creek. But it is all Bell Catherine going to second. Sun Beach Party, then has no fear. But Bell Catherine has bolted in. Bell Catherine won six metres. Sun Beach Party, a great run. Third, has no fear. Well clear of Viva Bell de Moore. Catherine was slammed late in betting. I think she was around about 280, with 30 seconds to go and started 240, probably less on some places. So she was good, but she was dominant as well. It was uh, a dominant drive by Gary Hall Jr. Sun Beach Party ran on well and has no fear. A peg's line uh, dominated affair in the um, uh, in the run home for the Westall Mayors Classic. Controversially left out, Morts. Yes, should be in there in my opinion, and I know I know you share that opinion, but um, that's the way it goes. But she was uh, dominant last week, and uh, like you said, a great Hall Junior drive, great price. Yeah, yeah, very happy with that. All right, it's time to welcome in our man Bomber Hill. But before we do so, he's brought to you this segment by Loans One Two Three, the Nude Nut, our good mate Steve Sell. Who do you see? Loans one, two, three. They're all your personal finance needs. Give them a call or, or get on the internet, loans123.com.au, and uh, they'll look after you like no one else. A nude note if he can't help you. No one can. Correct. That's exactly right. All right. A big welcome to a man who needs no help in personal finance, Scott Bomber Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah very, very well. Thank you, Bomber. Very good indeed. Looking forward to uh, tonight's Tab Touch Pacing Cup, that's for sure. Yeah, and before we get into the four races we're going to dissect, we'll have a look at the Tab Touch WA Pacing Cup and this market brought to you by Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. And we'll run down the, we'll run down the board and it is one Jack Farthing, $13 into $11, Mighty Conqueror, $13, Volton 10 at 21 Vampiro at 21 Ocean Ridge is a scratching. And in comes our Jimmy Johnson. He's $101. Uh, he, he's got a hip complaint, uh, Ocean Ridge, and a couple mm. other things. I, don't, I think they're still working out what's, um, what is the issue. Uh, Braveview Bondi is at 101, the favourite Chicago Bull. They opened him up at 165. The money came. He's into $1.50. Perfect major at $11. In from 16. We spoke to Ross Oliveri before. And Bletchley Park outside the front line. 61 into 51. So a little bit of money there. And then on the back line, we have Too Fast, Too Serious, who's going to get that great run. Uh, if he's not behind the leader, he's going to be three pegs at $11. Galactic Star, who's probably drawn to his advantage, $7 into $6. And Convert Denario at $101. Bomber, I'm with the bull. I don't think he can be beaten. Mort's quickly. Uh, the bull. The bull. How do you see the race uh, unfolding, uh, Bomber? Yeah, well, I, and earlier in the week, I thought the Jack Farthing would take a sit on, on one of the Bond runners, but the, the more I we're closer we get to race time and the more I look at the race, I think Jack Farthing actually holds up. I, yeah. He's got definitely got the gate speed, um, and I just think that yeah, tonight's the night where you know you, you just have to hold up, and then whether he takes a sit on Chicago Bull when he comes looking or, or holds him out, I'm not 100% sure, but 
Uh, I, I'm with you guys. I think the bull wins, but I think the bet in the race is probably uh, too fast, too serious, who sits either, as you touched on, leaders back or three pegs. And as we know, that's the place to be in these big races, particularly over the distance when they run along. So uh, he's going to get a really good look late. And his first go in uh, the big time last week was very impressive. Yep, 240 a place for too fast, too serious. He, the, little, the little concern that you, we've probably got is he... he Got on the steel and pulled really hard last week over the 2,900 against the, the top echelon. Uh, maybe a little bit of concern, but he might be, if it is three back defence, it might actually suit him a, a little bit more um, being there. But, yeah, that's it's probably the, the only one little knock on him. Is that is that Would that be a fair assumption, uh, Bomber? That's a fair assumption. He can, he's, he can, he's capable of that. But uh, I think uh, he won't have to be bustled too much there tonight. No. And, you know, they're going to run. They're going to run along. So uh, I think he gets his chance to settle for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, on the turn, I thought he was struggling to keep up with perfect yeah. major. And then he just seemed to uh, find his mojo and, and really hit the line well. And was only beaten half, three quarters of a length. And like you say... Three pegs over 2,900. I don't think there's any better place to be. Or if he's behind oh, the leader. So. No, big, big, big races. It's, we've seen it many a times. Three back the pegs. Is a, and, and actually, the, the second horse in the mayor's race came from three back the pegs to yeah. go past behind the leader. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a great place to be. It's, sometimes it's better than behind the leader because mm. you can watch the action unfold yeah. and pick which way you want to go before behind the leader, you know, and, and it gives you sometimes Absolutely. more gives you sometimes more options but mate, it's got to be a great race and it is race number six on tonight's card um the tab touch wa pacing cup it's on at 7 40 wa time the first race of the big 10 race card is at 503 early because we've got to get, obviously get the big fireworks display uh, after the last let's get into the races we are going to dissect and have a deep dive into and it is race number two it's the uh, copacabana um over the 21 30 meters and liam neal for the halls a dollar seventy into a dollar sixty. Drawn barrier one. Lightning bolt uh, jolt at uh, twenty six into twenty one. Roman aviator at six dollars and steady. Mister Bushido at six fifty. Taruna Bromac at nineteen. Shadow roll the winner last week knocked a few out of uh, the the early quaddy at nineteen. Beach skipper at eighty one. Bad round at one hundred one and crocodile kid at one hundred one and that's the front line. The the back line is destined to rule at fifteen dollars. Karuba at fifty one and better be Oscar at thirteen. Well, the punters have got this narrowed down to virtually one in Liam Neal drawn the pole bomber. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm in that camp for sure. Uh, I've had a few people over the last couple of months of. Uh, They've asked me to throw out what they, you know, we call a free money tip each week, and I've been a bit reluctant. But uh, you know, Lee Jones, one of our uh, avid yeah. listeners, he he says that I've been a bit soft with my three <laughs> units, and there should be some five unit bets. So tonight's the night. Uh, Liam Neal from the pole, I think. Um, you know, he just he holds up. I can't see anything crossing him tonight. He he was crossed by uh, Touch of Success there a couple of starts ago. Uh, from the one, but that horse has got blistering gate speed and there's nothing in this race tonight that has that speed. Uh, he's 12 from 13 when leading, beating the head on the other occasion. Just He just absolutely grows a leg in front. He's capable of controlling this race. I can see him just doing that and then running home in a 56. And, uh, yeah, I, I really can't find a way for him to get beat tonight. I think he's, a, he's we're right in his camp with a five-unit bet. Five units, free money. We love that term. Just in the last word, supplied by Tim Walker from um, TAB Radio, Gary Hall Sr. said uh, about Liam Neal, 
he leads this week, I'd hope. So maybe there's um, maybe there is a question mark as to whether he can, but like I said, Bomber, if he does, that is just free money, so yeah, we line up. Junior will be revved up. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be revved up. And you did miss an opportunity yeah. at Pinjarra to get a free money uh, bet earlier in the week, Bomber, but that's okay. <laughs> Five units, race two, number one. What a way to start the night. We have uh, free money in race number two. We love that. All right, let's go to race number four, which is the pastrami pace over the 21.30 on our Italian night. And uh, as we go down the market and we have Roman Art, who's drawn Barry one and his favourite. And he's uh, 270 into 225 on tab touch. So a good go for Roman Art. Dreadlock Rotstar at $34. Mara's Aceman at 21 Quick Stride at 51 Just a Sec at $12. Rock and Roll Whitby at 91 You can take out Al Perkins. Sir Galahad at $5. Talker Up outside the front line at 34 And Grand Chico, this has also been supported as well. 330 into 245 So wow. a bit of money for a couple of these uh, tonight. Uh, which one are we going for, Bomber? Uh, I'm with uh, Roman Art here from the pole. I think he leads as well. He's probably got one uh, one to test him early, and that's just a sec. But based on their last start, when Roman Art was taken off the gate and just a sec was pushed off, I can't see that he can cross. Um, you know, this horse last couple been behind too fast, too serious, where he sat three pegs, and they just were far too quick for him on the run home. And then last week he um, he got a long way back in the race. Grand Chico won when uh, Mark Reed simply outdrove them, and uh, with a 61.8 first half, and then dashed home in 55. Uh, he, impossible to make ground out wide in those sort of races. But tonight, this sort of sets up a bit more like his last win when he uh, he led, dictated, uh, dashed home in 55.7 after 28 third quarter. Uh, pretty pretty keen that Bokey just uh, sends him to the top, controls and wins. In very good form is the Vote Train, no doubt about that. Two dollars twenty-five. It's good support for Grand Chico as well into two forty-five. So, be nice to see a little drift for Roman Art. But after you've declared it bomber, yes. that's all over. So, what's the uh, unit bet here? Uh, he's a three-unit bet for us as well. Yeah, very, very confident. confident. Very confident. Coming into the cup, we're going to have plenty. Yes, to load up on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> as we get to the break. Um, the Vogue Train, as we said, is in great form. He got a winning double last week, including Perfect Major and a horse we're about to, to hear, Marky Sard. Marky Sard goes round in race number three, a race named after uh, Scott Hill. Bring home the bacon pace. <laughs> and we have Can't Refuse at 3.20 as the favourite. There you go, 3.50. Be interesting to see whether... Well, there you go. You'd imagine it's got to be trying to cross. So see what happens there. Rock me over at 4.60. And I, uh, Rosie Ideal uh, on the back line is at 3.30. So a really good betting race, the third. Marky Sard, after drawing eight, is $51. But I tell you what, the Abercrombie stable is firing on all cylinders. They really uh, are. They're oh, going. Double at Bunbury and winners. Going really well. Park. It's great to see. As we go to the break, let's listen to Marky Sard and the Vogue train getting home by a half head from Headwood Bay. Mr. Bushido is out wider on the track and then better be Oscar and Sergeant Oates. Marquis Sard still in front. Henwood Bay won't go away. Mr. Bushido down the outside. Marquis Sard the leader from Henwood Bay. Then Mr. Bushido, but it's Marquis Sard. He's clinging on. Henwood Bay makes a last dive. Marquis Sard just in front of beat Henwood Bay. Mr. Bushido and Sergeant Oates. And all followed by Beach Skipper, better be Oscar. 
run. Ah, Perkins went up behind them. Coming into the home straight, though, and moving up on the outside. It's uh, Whose Idea Was This with Raymond Aviator giving chase down the outside. Rose's Ideal and also battling on is Liam Neal as well. But nicely out in front, Whose Idea Was This is well clear from Rose's Ideal kicking on. But Whose Idea Was This bolts in over, Ro- over Rose's Ideal, Raymond Aviator. Yeah, it was, a, it was an easy watch for the uh, fans of Talking Harness WA as whose idea was this at the at the luxurious price of seven fifty morts? How good was that? Yeah, that yeah. was uh, contributed towards our uh, nice four unit win last week, so it was yeah. great. And uh, he goes around again tonight in race number five, the uh, Parliamentarians Cup. Great to have a few of the Parliamentarians on course tonight, including uh, the Racing Minister, uh, Churisquiro at a dollar eighty in the Parliamentarians Cup, drawn one. Whose idea was this? Out in six is um, barrier seven, although he does... Uh, barrier six, I should say, at $7. He comes in two, so he'll be into barrier four. We've got Bracken Sky inside the back line at $8 and Stroke of Luck from barrier 12 at seven fifty. All right, let's go to the next race we're going to look at, and it is race number eight as we get down the card. And um, this is the Meet Me at the Post standing start. And uh, as we have a look at the market... We have Better, uh, Better Grin and Barrett at 850, Allwoods Rock and Roll 31, Sarge at 41, Pearly Gates 31, Troyal Brigade at thirty at $3.10, I should say, and it's the second favourite. Call Me Ernie at $91. Kilowatt Kid is the favourite at 235. Be on guard 61. CC Chevron at 81. I'm Rock and Roll Magic at 23. Maxim Demand 91, and that's perfect. First up for Ross Oliveri, the full re- brother, full brother to uh, Perfect Major at three eighty. So an interesting standing start event here, Bomber. How did you see the race? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually with uh, Troy Royal Brigade here. I, I went back prior to his first stand and watched his New Zealand runs, and he hasn't missed a beat from the stand over there. And then uh, in his WA stand debut, he, he began very quickly, but thankfully for us, on that night couldn't cross uh, Disco under fire. And gave us a pretty easy watch with that horse. But I think tonight, you know, he's got horses underneath him that step, but they don't step brilliantly. And if he begins as well as he has in the replays I've watched, I think he can actually find the top, this horse. And he's got form around the likes of Too Fast, Too Serious and Perfect Major, which are both absolutely flying with uh, seconds against those two recently. Uh, he gets on the pegs here and uh, and dashes home in anywhere near that time. Um, yeah, they just they won't beat him. He, he simply just has to find the front. He's not hopeless if he doesn't lead. But if he does lead, I think it's game over. Well, we certainly hope you're right there, Bomber. Standing start, so it's always a tricky one for the likes of myself to work that one out. But uh, agree, try Royal Brigade. Uh, race eight, number five. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? He's a two-unit bet. Two-unit bet. Fairly confident tonight. Very Our confident. man. All right, and the last race we're going to have a look at uh, uh, today is race number nine, which is the three-year-old fillies. This is the MBL Food Services three-year-old fillies uh, pace, and it's over the 21, 30 metres. And this is a good race. Actually, the two-year-old race, race number 10, is a cracking race as well. Uh, but as we have a look at the mm. market here, we've got uh, 55 Reborn at 290 Blue Chip Adder at $5, Star from the Palace at $8, Tiffany Rose the favourite, 265 was electric off the gate last start when she was victorious, Miss Erie at 101 Suing You at 26, Miss Lamar at 41, Run for Mercy 61, and Out to Louise for Mort is outside the front line. The visitors draw at $11, and Adventure Dream, the sole runner on the back line at $15. Uh, Bomber, Tiffany Rose, 
Well, it was, as I said, electric off the gate. And once it found the front last start, it was uh, shut the gate. Can it do it again? I, th- I think she can, Rad. She's, um, she's got very, very good gate speed. And uh, whenever they've asked her off the gate from anywhere off the front line, she's led. Uh, I think tonight the only one that could potentially test her is 55 Reborn from the pole. But uh, due to her bad uh, draws of recent times, she, she hasn't had a chance to run the gate. And uh, I've always been a bit of a believer, but the gate speed is you know, a bit of a memory thing. And, uh, and it takes a little bit for horses to pick it up if they haven't done it for a little while. So, um, yeah, Tiffany Rose, I, I'm very, very confident she crosses. If she does cross, she gets a real chance to dictate. I can't see any real pressure. Um, she's six from eight in front uh, with one of those defeats coming in the Danny's daughter. Um, yeah, just looks a really, really nice race. I think if she drew one, she'd be a dollar forty in this race. So, um, yeah, I just think all she has to do is cross, and I'm ninety five percent sure she does that. So probably uh, helps. Yeah. That, probably helps that she's probably drawn four, and it gives her that she's not drawn angle. alongside mm, the one. So, to get yeah, so yeah. she can she can mush across. Yeah, and 55 Reborn does take a little bit to, you know, she, to, muster. to muster. She's she's not electric straight off the gate, whereas Tiffany Rose is. So she's going to put at least a half, half length on pretty quickly. And uh, Colin Brown, in the last word, man of few words, but had a few to say, last start she was better. Bailey McDonough has been driving her in fast work, and this week I put the acid on him. I said, we're drawn barrier one, don't get it wrong. He said all she wanted to do was work. He guarantees me she's ready to roll. So interesting comments there. Um, Bomber, race nine, number four. What's our uh, staking plan here? Yeah, we're sticking with another two. You're in a bed really confident tonight. So uh, hopefully she can send us home with that uh, that win that we like in the last race or, or last bed at least. And it was remiss of us not to mention who the sponsor of Bomber in the third segment is. Our good mates at Steel Blue Boots, who's... Steel Blue Boots, which is a WA-owned business. Yeah. Um, 25 years. Ross Fitzgerald, and it's his birthday today. Birthday. What yes. A, what a place to celebrate his birthday. Gloucester Park on WA Pacing Cup. I'm even going to put on fireworks for his Just birthday. Just for him? Just for his I'm going birthday. To tell him that. that. I'm going to tell him that tonight because I'm sharing a table with him, but he... He, uh, he turned 61 today, so very many happy returns to you, Ross, and hopefully we can uh, find some winners courtesy of Bomber at uh, Gloucester Park tonight. Very confident or as well. oozing confidence, unfortunately, in one of my races. But anyway, that's... Uh... <laughs> lucky, Ross, lucky Ross doesn't part own one of these ones. It's one of the few that, you've, that had, you're... <laughs> you've had plenty. You've had plenty of winners this week, Brad. Yeah. No, mate, please. Yeah. The only one he's got beat on was the one I part on with him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hopefully, well, hopefully, Mords can go home a winner in the last tonight. That'd be nice. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, it's a really good race as well, the two-year-old. Labrajo, El, El Daytona, um, El Chema, Sugar Street, Al Shelley Beach, Star Willoughby, Jumping Jack Mac, Robbie Rocket. Like, it's a great two-year-old race. So I just want to know if I can get the $26, which is... Um, which I saw on the harness racing site yeah, this morning just, alongside El Chema. Disregard those. I actually, those. I actually almost texted that to you on Wednesday when I seen it, Morton. <laughs> uh, I thought, geez, if this comes up, we're going to be all over this. Absolutely. Anyway. All right. all right. Thanks for your help today, Bomber. Good luck, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great night, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Bomber. All right. As we go to the break, let's go to Pinjarra on Monday. 
This was an outstanding performance. Magnificent storm set outside uh, the promising notorious one and made it a one-act affair. And they start to turn it on now with Magnificent Storm gaining the upper hand over the Notorious One. And he's moved one and a half lengths in front. They're three lengths to our Mandingo and headline act through to fourth into the straight. Magnificent Storm clear. The Notorious One is two lengths in front of our Mandingo who's joined by headline act. But Magnificent Storm is coming away for yet another win. Magnificent Storm from outside of the lead goes on to win by two lengths. Magnificent Storm, the Notorious One, headline act, our Mandingo. They've gapped the rest. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. The third quarter, Johnson step moved up on the outside to join Link's poor boy in the centre of Lambie. Can't go on, trying to work into the clear. There was Summer's Dreams. They balance up for the run in now. Johnson step took the front, the favourite. He's three metres in front and he's starting to edge away here. Johnson step much too good. Wins on debut in Australia, five metres. Second was Summer Dreams. Uh, third, I'd say on the inside, Link's poor boy. Will... That was Johnson step. Our tip from. Ben Cray last week, a dollar eighty-five into a dollar thirty-six. They didn't miss it. Very well supported. Clinton Harmy, I think, was Clayton, it? Clayton, yeah, Harmy, Clayton yeah. Harmy. Yeah, and owned by um, Alan and Elaine McColl, who are big owners in uh, Newcastle. Had a lot of great horses that their son Darren trained, but they also had a really good horse called Sailor's Corner, mm-hmm. who Vic Frost trained. Actually, ran second behind um, Mike Reed's horse, another party in a um, in a Hunter Cup. And uh, behind in a Victoria Derby, ran third behind Stars and Stripes and Smooth Satin was a pretty good addition of the Very Victoria handy. Derby. And uh, a last segment, uh, no BK this week. We've got a special guest coming up. Um, but before we do that, this segment's brought to you by Retrovision. Now, Rads, there is so much going on this month at Retrovision. Yeah. It's our 24 days of Christmas giveaways. There's over $80,000 worth of prizes to be uh, won. We have a daily prize and on the 24th, one lucky Retrovision shopper or subscriber is going to drive away with a magnificent uh, Nissan Duke TI valued at over 40000 So get into Retrovision online or in-store for your chance to win over $80,000 worth of prizes. And RAC members still save an extra 5% every day at Retrovision. The best value. You know how much I love getting on getting on retrovision.com.au and looking at the wine fridges. Um, our, our special guest for the last segment is the latest member of the SEN track team to join us, but he's by far the biggest name in racing media. It's a big welcome to the show to Andrew Bensley. How are you, Andrew? Mick and uh, Maud's good day to you over in Perth and great to be a part of the SEN track, guys. Uh, we've we've only been on air three days and they said just have a day off. So <laughs> I've had today off and back, in it, uh, back into it tomorrow morning. But uh, excited about what SEN track's all about, uh, Mick, and, and uh, very much excited about doing a national racing program. Now, over in WA, you come on between... 6 and 8 a.m., but that's the best time yep. to get all the information. And uh, you cover all three codes. And uh, the show's aptly named Bensley. Bensley. Yeah. We've got uh, Waitley. We've got Bensley. With, yeah, a bit <laughs> uncomfortable with that, Mick, I must admit. But that's what uh, they wanted to go with. So we'll just go with them for the time being. But, no, look, it's it's uh, chasing, pacing, and uh, and racing is the slogan around SEN track. And we cover the, the three codes, but uh, we're on a harness show, and we certainly cover that. 
uh, with uh, with interviews and and uh, you know often I know people in the West think that they do get forgotten a bit for us in the Eastern states, but that won't be the case with Essie in track and and Bensley. Well, you know we uh, we spoke to your good mate. Uh, uh, Simon Miller yep. during the week about Better's Destroyer. Uh, for example, we had Dan Morton, the thoroughbred trainer, on yesterday. Uh, we'll we'll start beating it up uh, as we go through feature races around the three racing codes. But uh, it's a program, you know, with with uh, the time differences and the like. We've got all different states arriving at different times. For example, tomorrow morning uh, we're on air your time at six o'clock, and uh, we'll be talking to the. The, uh, the team out at Ascot about the Kingston Town Classic meeting. So for those waking up early uh, Saturday morning, it's the best start for you on on SEN track, which can be heard obviously on, on the app, the SEN app, or 6, 5, 7 a.m. in Perth. Yeah, and we'll make sure that uh, we get your Bomber Hills tips every Tuesday for the Gloucester Park meeting as well. So uh, we'll send that through. Andrew, how, you've left Sky. How long were you at Sky for? Did you join in 1998 when the Home Channel came yes. on? Yeah, yeah, that was the start of it. Um, and uh, look, that was at exciting times then when, you know, pay TV was yeah. starting off. It's remarkable what sometimes we take things for granted, you know, that they're, they're there when we want them to be there. But that was the start of it. And uh, we'd been there since then and felt like uh, just going back, I left Sky back in April and just the last few months just felt like I uh, was getting a bit um, tired and a bit grumpy and that sort of stuff, more grumpy than I'm, I normally am. Uh, so I, I decided to pull the pin and, and uh, have a break of uh, what well, ends up seven months. Uh, it was an extraordinary seven months uh, for us over here. Uh, uh, we know, you know, COVID over in your state has fortunately been good for you folk, but living in Victoria and not being able to travel and staying home, it was certainly a different uh, six or seven months. The Twitter page kept me sane probably doing stuff virtually every day um uh, but uh, we're we're up and about now so that's the main thing andrew we've run out of time but uh, thanks thanks for coming on and we'll be run listening out of time i've only been on for I, two minutes i Mick, know, I know. bomber hill talks a long time let me tell you mate we'll be listening we'll be listening monday to thursday at 6 a.m and on a saturday at 6 a.m as well certainly will yeah, Monday to Thursday mornings. It'll become a little bit easier when the daylight saving ceases in the new year, but starts at 6 o'clock and really excited to be aboard the uh, the SEN track team. Good on you, Benz. Thanks for your time. See you, boys. There we go, Andrew Bensley, the best in the business as far as news. We are out of time, Hoss. But I am very uh, worried here, Rads. You've just heard you say Waitley, Bensley. Mortimer. I'm no, I'm worried if Mortimer. the next one's going to be Radley. We're going to so. call this show Mortimer. Radley, so I'm on the way out. Hey. Anyway, it's been a great show. Can't wait to get to Gloucester Park tonight. Tab Touch, WA Pacing Cup. Doesn't get any better. It certainly doesn't. Thanks for everyone's uh, listening, and we'll uh, be back next week. Bye for now. This is Talking Harness in WA with Mort and Michael Radley. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.